we're starting slow today, right? Because we did not come up with a topic because it's a shitty ass week. I mean, it's you know, a shitty ass week. Okay, I thought I was tripping. I thought I was the only one that had a really. I was like, what's going on? Well, I noticed that we were also quiet on the text thread. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. obviously it's a lot going on, but I was like, dang, we ain't even had nothing to say. Mercury, re- do you guys believe in Mercury retrograde? Yeah. 100%. I know Melanie yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Mercury retrograde like just came and just kicked me right from the back, like back. Same. Yeah. It's been really ghetto over here. <laughs> <laughs> no facts, yeah. and like literally, technology has been fucking up all yeah. week. Like Jared's phone just stopped working one day. Like yeah, just really. All together, oh, wow. couldn't that I couldn't even to me call the him. Other day. Yeah, I couldn't even call him. I'm, it's not. It's the aliens. It took me two hours to uh, make a reel the other day for this brand thing that we're doing. He wasn't feeling it. it. Just, no, it just kept deleting. Yeah, I would oh. be halfway done and it would be like delete, and I'm like, it's due now. <laughs> I was like, oh god, it's this due is horrible. now. I had that did the same Ugh. thing. She and I were recording something. I normally remember like what format and I was like why did I just record this whole ass long ass video in the wrong frame mm, it's supposed yeah. to be in portrait I did it in landscape oh my god you, you do it over stuff like that? no I did not I you edited, like edited half it the, half yeah. the video is missing from I don't care I'm yeah. not redoing that shit I have four kids the worst is when I, there's times like I'll do it like let's say somebody's not there to record something and I have to flip the camera but then they're like oh the brand is backwards and I'm like damn it mm, I, I like your nails girl they Thank look you. so good I always Thank look you, good. Girl. Listen, Thank the you. time, I don't know how you have this time. Because she always has the fiercest fingernails. I'm I just, know. You could have, I have the fingernail sound house. effect. No, I go to her. But she's right up the street for me. Um, so, yes, technology is crap. Um, but, like, our world is is doing too much right In now. In shambles. In shambles. Yeah. And, like, how are y'all coping? How much, you know, we all have to just move forward because we have families and we have responsibilities but what does that look like or in my case move away yeah Ooh, I, will move back, I will move back to canada quickly that's rude it's really so rude none no you need can, to stay here and suffer with us in solidarity we can okay be sister wives you guys can all move at home that's I, i've, I've had it here with the united states like mm. i having a point of reference of living somewhere else and i'm not going to say that canada is perfect mm-hmm. but the issues that i have been faced with since living in this country have been so depleting and it, it's foreign to me like I have friends who are American, many of us here, right? Mm-hmm. And a husband. And like people are just like, you know, this is America. This is the way that it is. And I'm just like, Girl. but it, y'all just keep getting away with it? Like, right. we just sit by and watch shit be fucked up. Yep. I, I'm sorry. I don't have any clean language today. And it's just like, how how is this? Like, the rest of the world is looking at the United States Girl. crazy. And it's like policies here, just the things like the, the hypocrisy, the corruption. I just like, what? And I know that exists everywhere else. But this to me is like the only country where you literally are like, they're like, yep, yeah, what, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Nothing. I remember, mm-hmm. you probably felt this too, when I was traveling a lot um, with makeup and I would always go to different countries and like talk to different people and they literally look at the US like we're just a big old joke, especially when Donald Trump, Trump was, um, yeah. we were in mm-hmm. New Zealand and it was on every single TV show and everybody's just laughing and I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. we yeah. are literally like a it's joke. It's a reality show. Yeah. 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 And, and I just like, I, I just don't understand like how it's possible. Mm-hmm. And like I asked myself, like I have a daughter now. We're talking about Roe versus Wade being turned overturned. Like I'm sitting here being like, what? Mm-hmm. Girl. Like, what are we, what, where are we as lovey, lovey Ajayin Jones? Mm-hmm. Um, she, she said, this country's hustling backwards. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, like with quickness, they're hustling backwards. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know. 
I don't know. Like, I feel like when Trump got elected, we all felt like, what the hell is happening? And now he's gone and shit is getting crazier. Are we hustling backwards, though? Or has it always been like this? I feel like... I feel like... I'm going to say this. Dang, that's so crazy. I feel like this country is very consistent. And then things happen that provide a nice illusion Mm -hmm. and people buy into that. And then something else happens where then you realize nothing has really changed. Mm -hmm. Like integration was an illusion and Obama was an illusion. And I feel like these things are nice because they do give us hope and Mm -hmm. they're needed, but it's pretty consistent. I think that's the interesting word is hope. I think that Mm -hmm. like, I've been trying to ask myself that, right? Like, has it gotten better? Has it gotten worse? Has it changed at all? Right. When I think about what my mom said, which I think I shared with y'all about how like she feels like racism and the incidents have gotten worse. And I was Mm -hmm. so surprised by that, especially in schools. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about the fact that then they had hope. Mm -hmm. They were working toward change. Mm -hmm. They saw little bits of it and they said, okay, we're just going to keep pushing on even if the change is incremental. And now it's like hopeless or it feels like it's like, oh shit. Like, Mm -hmm. so there, things haven't changed since even after all of that, you know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. it's becoming more visible and not getting better. And I think that that loss of hope, yeah, that, fear and despair really is a big part of why it weighs so heavy because back then they were like it's cool we can make change right right Mm -hmm. and now i watched something this morning i almost want to play it if i if i can it's an audio thing that i saw on instagram come on audio that was it's like is that okay producer director crystal okay well i'm gonna play it for y'all and we just gonna listen to it but i heard something this morning and it was interesting hold on Okay. All right. Uh, it was Amanda Seals is literally reacting. She's just like pointing and saying like thumbs up. But this is this white woman speaking. Oh, I saw. Oh, this. I saw this. that. Oh, mm-hmm. you did. Okay. Did you see it? Mm-mm. I was going to stay away from the topic of race, but in light of everything that happened yesterday, um, I feel like this needs to be said. It's so important. Um, white women, we have to humble ourselves and listen to black women. Um, they've been paying attention, and we haven't. While we were getting whitewashed history in school. Um, they were getting actual history from their mothers and their grandmothers and their great-grandmothers. Information was withheld from us. The patriarchy withheld this information from us, um, and black women understand that in a way that we can't. They understand how the world works in a way that we've never been able to see. While we were enabling the patriarchy and white supremacy, they were educating themselves, and as a result, they are the most educated demographic in this country. We have to get out of the way and let them lead. They are the most qualified. Um, and it's in all of our best interest, period. This is not a drill, everybody. This is this is bad. She said this is not a drill. This is bad. And, and, mm-hmm. and obviously, I mean, not obviously, I hadn't looked at it that way. Meaning, I'm, I'm aware as a black woman, like yeah. what I was taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we're all, and, and, you know, black men, but we're all a- aware of like what our parents had to share with us mm-hmm. and what they and their parents and grandparents that sort of had experienced you know from racism to you know being women in this country etc like we are all aware but I never thought about how shielded that made everyone else or Mm -hmm. how shielded the opposite was I did um I just I I I knew what we were being taught by adult white people was wrong. And I knew that young white people were were, uh, the beneficiaries of that. But I just hadn't thought about the way she said it. And her being a white woman, I'm like, oh, you Mm -hmm. right, sis? You Mm -hmm. right? I think I noticed that the most when I started dating Achia, my husband. um, That's why I always say the most well-meaning white people are still 
products of racism. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, you and guess. I think it's hurtful for someone to say, oh, I'm racist. But I'm like, there's different levels of racism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have to admit that it's impossible for someone to not be racist being born in this country that's not black when everything is rooted in racism. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our history, how it's taught. And so it's not that you're intentionally being racist, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a level it's, of ignorance. It's like a part yeah, of you. Yeah, like yeah, you are literally level, raised in it. Would I would use ignorance, right? I would not automatically say that everyone who isn't black is racist in this country. I feel you. I understand right. where you're coming right. from. We've had this conversation before, but right. I would say like there is a level of ignorance mm-hmm. that that woman was speaking to. And no, at least privilege. Didn't know. Yeah, yes. and at least privilege. Right. But the problem though is, is that when you don't label it correctly, then when you say things, um, it can become offensive, and people don't realize that. Yeah. I think that's a lot of the arguments mm. and conflict that Chi and I would have because even him having our daughters, sometimes he would say stuff, and I'm like, that sounds so sexist. You mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I know that mm-hmm. he's not sexist, but the problem is, is if you go out and say that, someone's going to think that you're sexist. Mm-hmm. And and Tommy does the same thing even with boys. Okay, we I'm tired of hearing him say boys will be boys, but we'll talk oh, about that later. Okay. Um, okay, so this this young generation, the one right below us, well, the two right below us, like being, what's the age? Being like, so well, okay, hmm. so you know we deal with a lot of like young people here, interns, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So ranging from teenagers okay. to like twenties. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. We even had um, someone who worked on our film last last summer. That's your husband talking loud. Uh-uh, that, one, Chia. Um, that, that was Keith. Don't do that. Not my Chia. Chia, not be quiet. Don't put that on his spirit. <laughs> we, had, we had a um, we had someone who worked with us last year on a film who was like twenty four, and maybe not even that. And he, uh, we we were talking about pronouns because there was one person I was like, I don't know if I should ask. Yeah. You know what? You know their pronouns are. Da, da, da. He was like, Well, I call everyone they. Oh. And I was like, Oh. oh. That's oh. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's it's like innate, like, duh, why would you not? Right. right. And the oh, way he wow. was explaining that, he's like I said, about twenty two or something like that. And there's this because we're not used to that. Mm-hmm. Us right. and especially our parents, right? Right. There's this like wokeness with that generation yeah. that is jarring sometimes. Mm-hmm. Very. But it's also something that I I'm starting to appreciate right. because as a person who has kids and as a person who's around a lot, a lot of young people, it makes me more thoughtful about yeah. what I say. Mm-hmm. Even when I know I'm not being offensive or trying to, I'm just trying to get it right or trying to just not offend. And so my point being, whether it's racism, whether it's sexism, whatever it is, is recognizing when you don't know everything oh, and recognizing yeah. when, hmm, is there a way I can be more thoughtful about this? Is there a way I can listen to understand? Mm-hmm. Is there a way too, I can though. use my words more carefully? Even you saying that, because now I just have compassion for like our parents and other people, because when you think that you are a good person and you think that you have a good heart and someone says something to you, like you're racist or you're yeah. sexist or you're being this it's hard. It's not always easy to take that advice and change because you feel defensive. Like, yes, that's not my intention. Yes. So moving past your attention and focusing more on what's being received, I guess yeah. is like the biggest struggle. But then there are also people who are just like, I think what you think is stupid. Mm. Yeah. And I'm set in my ways and I'm not. Right. There's a, yeah. <laughs> There's, right. There's a lot of problems. We're giving a lot of grace, but we're, we're, also we're going, talking we're going about down. Yeah. These, foolish the ass, these foolish ass politicians. Yeah. But, news, but yeah, news like workers. I. I don't know. I feel very depleted this week. Mm. Yeah, I do. I feel very depleted this week. And we had to go to my son had a like a chorus concert last night. And they it was like big. It was like all the schools mm-hmm. in the district that came and went to the high school and they performed out on the football field. And it was like his first big concert. And I literally was nervous the whole time. Mm. I Girl. was nervous the whole time. Yep. I was like. 
what the hell? Like, I don't want him out of my sight. I don't want him away. Like, where, you know, and you think about your children going to school and these kids in Texas and and then the discourse that happens amongst people saying that it's not guns and it's mentally Mental ill. Health. I'm like, or no one's border patrol. Had, right. Border patrol. Oh, how you want to go to. That makes me sick. Makes me so, so sick. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here being like, I just I, I'm just sick. I'm just sick to to see so much um, discourse between people who are arguing about all the wrong things, mm-hmm. who are not focused on actually what it is. It's like, okay, you bring up all the issues. Either way, this is a broken system, girl. Mm-hmm. And the all kids is gone. Mm-hmm. And the and kids the are, gone. are gone. Yeah. And those parents woke up without their children. <clears throat> and that is awful. And so, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not okay this week. Mm-hmm. And I... I'm like counting the days down to school is done. And I'm yeah. just like, can we just all be in the house? Girl. Yeah. I'm just not between everything. Yeah. I'm emotional because we all have kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think about our children and I think about, you know, the safety and the trust that you should feel like you can have with your children in this world. You right. hope to have. Right. It's already stressful enough being a parent. It's already like, okay, a, a process of working on how to relinquish control and trust them when they're not around you and, and, pray over them and, mm-hmm. and just pray that for their protection and guidance all when you're not there. But when you know there's just things that you really, really, really can't control mm-hmm. like that, yeah. mm-hmm. that's just terrifying. And yeah. um, children deserve to grow up. Yeah, They deserve to live. And I just am like, I'm very, very heartbroken for those families. You know and what I was going to say? I think I, I really do have PTSD. Because mm-hmm. like I feel myself being like, disengaging from my emotions mm-hmm. because it's too much. Mm-hmm. Like I feel extremely yep. overwhelmed to the point where I just choose not to feel anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I did that when my sister died. Like I just disconnected. Like this is too much. I don't have time to deal with this right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. I've been talking to Mel a lot about like my parenting style with Amira and she's been giving me like really good advice and I'd listen to it all the time. And like, I'm, I always hear her voice whenever I'm saying something to Amira. Now I'm like, what would Melanie say? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so ironically, after the shooting happened the next day, my daughter's best friend came to town with my mom. And I was like, do you guys want to walk to Starbucks by yourself? And they were like, it's down now. It's not super far from our house, but you, you do know me, right? Yeah. Okay. Like uh-huh. I don't like Girl, her. My go. eyes went wide. I don't know. I, don't right. her I was go like, you anywhere. said what? <laughs> and I let them go because, and my mom was like, she's worse than me. Like helicopter parents. She you probably wanted to like, on a mirror? I don't, but I had her, she had her phone and her best friend has her Apple watch. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, I know I can track you, mm-hmm. but I felt like I had to let them go in that moment. And it was my mm-hmm. idea because if I didn't, I felt like I was about to re- like go worse. My anxiety I was about to become, that. and I was yeah. never going to let her go anywhere. And so mm-hmm. for me, it was like I had to just jump off Counteract the Counteract it. Yes, yeah, because I felt immediately like, see, this is why I homeschool my kids. And I was sending a mirror to public school next mm-hmm. year. I'm like, no, I'm not sending her. And I just felt myself going all the way mm-hmm. back. And I was like, no, I have to let her go. And when she came back alive, like it made me feel like... <laughs> I'm going to be okay. Yeah. No, but seriously, do you know what I mean? Because like I have the worst anxiety to the point where I won't eat. Like I can't sleep sometimes. Like every little thing that she does, like I'm, I'm talking about like when we go to the park, I'm, I put my phone away. Like I watch my kids. I follow Mm -hmm. them to every little thing. Yeah. I don't play those games. Mm -hmm. And so 
it's just not healthy though. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's to a point where it's unhealthy. And I don't want my, my friend Tiffany was like, Ashley, you are making your daughter have anxiety. Mm-hmm. And my mom gave me anxiety. Me and my mom were just talking about this on the card yesterday. And she was just like, I think I gave your little brother anxiety. And I'm like, yeah, y'all are so high strung. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type of person, like I don't like group emotions. So when I see someone else being anxious, I feel like I have to not be anxious. Mm-hmm. But then like, I feel anxious, so I'm suppressing my own feelings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Excuse me, 100%. but yeah. I had to learn that, I don't want to, not detach, I don't feel like that's the right word, but like releasing that control out of like when peace was probably like, one, not mine. Sorry. Probably when peace was like, um, mm, like two, because I was traveling so much with makeup mm. and leaving her like with family if I'm out of the country or whatever, because I'm like, okay, I still have to go to work. And, but I just remember being like, my baby, like the world, you know, and just kind of overthinking a lot. And then I called my mom. My mom was like, you have to let her live. Like Mm. you gotta, you have to release that. So I remember just crying. Like, what if something happens? I'll wake up having nightmares. And then I was like, God, like, I'm just going to trust that God is going to take care of her. I'm like, but life and shit happens. Like, Mm. you know, and it's like, am I going to be stressed out? Or am I just going to like take everything one day at a time and like be in this moment right now? She's healthy right now. Everything right. is okay. Like just one day at a time. Because it is overwhelming it's and it is a lot going on yeah. outside, yeah. you know. But I think that that releasing is important. Even when I go to the restaurant, like the same me and the kids are at the restaurant. I've taught peace. Like go up there and ask for what you need. Right. You yes. know? Like I need yes. you to communicate. And Zen will be like, mom, can I go too? I'm like, yes. I yep. need you guys to understand like yes you guys are young but you're not too young to do things independently I'm like but I think in the long run it's gonna allow me to be like no I've seen I've trained mm-hmm. them to know that they can, they'll they're able to be aware of like if anything's going on yeah. obviously to the, the best of their control no but, but it, it is it is a good practice yeah. because yeah. you have to like do almost yeah. like little test runs with your kids to yes, be like who girl. are you in this moment girl mm-hmm. no for real I watch my son you know he's so free like we went to the beach the other day and he was playing with these two little boys and there was a seal that was going through the waves oh, like wow. across like across the shore and his the little friend that he was playing with went to go follow it with his mom and I watched Cameron follow that little boy and just watch. And I sat and my instinct was to be like, Cameron, get back mm-hmm. here. But I just went, I watched. I sat and I watched him. I was like, as long as I can see him. Mm-hmm. We're going to be okay. So I just let him go and I let him go. And then I watched him and I saw him be completely like unaware that how far he was away from me. Mm. But because I could still see him, I wasn't panicking. Mm -hmm. And then I saw when they started to come back and then he came back. And and when he came over, I said, hey, buddy, I'm like, I know you got excited when you were watching the seal. I was like, but if you're going to go somewhere, you have to tell mommy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm looking at you, but you have to tell me. And so it's like these little small moments where you get to see who your kids are how they might respond in a situation do help to give you some ease to be like, okay, I've, I've seen, seen him be tested and I see how he reacts. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to, you kind of have to guide that when yeah. you see certain things and behaviors in your children. I think that's the thing. It's hard to articulate that to your child, why you create a certain type right. of rules because you do know your child. Right. Mm-hmm. I just started letting, y'all might think this is crazy, Amir go to the bathroom by herself like when we go to restaurants. She's 13. I don't think it's crazy. Okay, because I would always go with her. I'd be like, okay, well, we're all going. Wow. I always take her to the bathroom. or uh, well, She yeah. usually takes the little girls because I told you about my public mm-hmm. restroom phobia. But <laughs> if Amir has to go to the restroom, I go with her. Because I'm just like, in my mind, I just... Think about all these different scenarios of yeah. like, what's she gonna do? Like, she can't fight some grown man or what? There's some weirdo in the bathroom right. or, mm-hmm. you know, like any kind of thing. And so I always feel like I have to protect her. But then 
how is she developing skills to trust herself yeah. Yeah. to protect herself yeah. if I'm always doing it for her? And mm-hmm. we, t- we talked about this yep. too because my mom was so tight with the reins with me mm-hmm. that I, w- I had to lie. Like most of my life I had to lie to just to be able to do simple things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, and, and I was never even trying to do nothing crazy. Right, right, right. But just to be able to do basic things, I had to lie. And so it was a situation I remember when I started traveling for work and I remember I would go to the States. And it was the craziest thing because my mom was so strict with me. And then when I came home and I was like, yeah, I met a woman and I'm going to California to work on music. And my mom was like, what? <laughs> my mom had one conversation with my old manager who was a woman and a mother. She sent her all of her ID. They had a conversation. And my mom was like, let me go. And I was shocked. Wow. Like I was shocked. Like I thought it was going to be a huge fight. It mm-hmm. wasn't. How old were you? 21 oh wow wow yeah and you know i was shocked that my mom was like i'm coming like not i'm coming mom was like okay like Mm -hmm. okay like divine right but totally divine but then when i would come home my mom would try to put like the law on me again at 21 oh oh girl i was well into almost 23 24 and my mom was still like you have to be home by midnight what yes and i I was like why was she afraid of what would happen or was she just like she just my mom was just I, to be honest, it's control. Yeah. It's totally control. And I think my mom operated from that space of like, well, things can get crazy if you stay out late. That's and, what I was going to say. Yeah. But control you know, is rooted in fear, though. Yeah. It is rooted in yeah. fear, yeah. right? And you said she was a younger, she got married My at mom a young was married age. with a kid at yeah. 19. So she and, didn't get to and also she, understand that aspect of life. She also comes from, she did. She doesn't exactly. And she also comes from that like, well, girl children are different than boy children. Yeah. And like, yeah. girls need to be a certain way. Like, totally different. Mm-hmm. I remember I came home and I was like, mom, I've literally been in LA for three months by myself. Right. Like, <laughs> I come and go as I please. I live out of a hotel. Like, I don't have anybody telling me where and when how to show up. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I was like, at what point are you going to trust that what you taught me, mm-hmm. I can apply in my own life? Mm-hmm. And she looked at me like, well, damn, like, mm-hmm. That's facts. Mm. And well, when well, I had that conversation with her, it changed. Yeah. She started to be like, oh, okay. That's okay. so yeah. crazy. But I had to leave. I truly had to leave home yeah. to like really find my independence. My mom said the same thing to me. So we just had a really good talk yesterday. And she said the same thing you just said, that her mom taught her all of these things, but didn't let her apply them. Right. Mm. And she had to leave home in order to feel like she had agency over her body Correct. and her life. Yeah. And she was like, I never wanted to go back home because... It was like, why did you teach me all this stuff? But then you don't trust me to do it. Right. And Because we were just talking about me and parenting Amira and doing everything for her just because I wanted to. And then thinking like just little things that she doesn't innately think about. And it's because I, I always did it for her. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not teaching her to use her mind because mm-hmm. I'm always like, I'll cut that. Like I was still, you guys, it's bad. I was still like cutting her pancakes for her last year. She's 12. Mm. And I would like, like cut them up for her. And, and the thing is, she didn't care. She's like, yeah, serve me. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm like, that's all she knows. Right. But, it's also but then habit, I was like, right? why you don't know how to cut your pancakes? And then she was like, because you always cut them. Mm. And then when I start having more kids, it starts like that type of stuff. You start to notice you'd be irritated. Like, why are you asking like, yo, me? Yo, I need you to do yes. it. And, you hers and, hers. and she really <laughs> didn't know how. Girl. And I was like, oh yeah. my God. Like, yeah. So that control mm. and that fear can cripple your children and it doesn't help them in the long run. You know what I mean? But it's like, you don't see that when you're mm-hmm. doing it because you really just want to do everything for them, protect them and they're yeah. your babies. But it's just not beneficial. In the but I will run. say this, like my mom instilling a certain level of awareness, mm-hmm. consequence, fear in me per se. Mm-hmm. I don't really like to, I wouldn't suggest operating from fear, right. but being aware. Yes. Um, kept me out of a lot of trouble. Yeah. I will say that. Like, 
I didn't make too many crazy decisions in my life as far as like situations where I had to like call a friend for help or anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was able to navigate and I do recognize that my mom's level of structure, I was able to apply to my own life. You know, so there are certain things like when we talked about boundaries, like those types of things, like they do apply. But yeah, we we don't want to be crippling the babies with anxiety. And again, like in this time, and I don't know if you guys, did you guys talk to your kids about what happened in Texas? Mm -mm. We just had that conversation this morning, me and their dad. And I was just like, what do you think? Because also... I don't, um, I don't want to like freak her out. Peace right. is, peace is super sensitive yes. and she's very, very empathetic. And I think that she's just too young because mm-hmm. also she can't, what is she going to do? You know, mm. like, what are they going to do as adults? We don't even know what to do. So it's like, so I agree. I feel like my children are too young to, for that conversation. There's nothing that they're going to understand. about. Yeah. That. yeah. yeah. They're going to they're gonna be them. sad. Right. Some yeah, people have paranoid. had to explain yeah. it to young kids or find a way to explain it to young kids because school, certain schools have increased security now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, I yeah. mean, I guess we're fortunate. No, it's a double edged sword. But, you know, that we haven't absolutely had to explain it to them. But I certainly was worried that, like, he would hear about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, but thankfully that hasn't happened. But, I still don't yeah. understand how, because I don't know how all public schools work, but I thought that people had to get like a, approved to go in a building. Like how is someone able to just walk into a like school a, building? Like a back gate or something. They can climb a fence. Oh. I talked to pieces, uh, principal about it yesterday. Okay. And she was saying that they had, um, a walkthrough with a bunch of police, like, months ago mm-hmm. and the police can basically tell you like oh if somebody was in this building here they can shoot over here oh, and wow. teaches them like okay maybe you need to build a bigger wall here mm-hmm. or put you know but there's there's so many different ways yeah. like literally a back fence. but like can we just even talk about the fact that this is the conversation that has yeah. to happen here right like mm-hmm. what right like, my nieces growing up in canada this is not even a thing mm-hmm. like yeah. i'm not never went to school worried about like when I went to school in the city and we were living in, in like a neighborhood, you were worried about getting shot in crossfire because you lived, we were in a bad neighborhood. Right. Yeah. Not because you thought it was going to ever reach your school. Right. Like not because you thought you would be at recess and having to fear for your life. Like the fact that this is only happening here, why this cannot be identified and really be like, mm, maybe we're the problem is beyond me. Well, mm-hmm. just to come back to that. That's yeah. What I said. I, they fully know. Yeah. They are fully aware. They know. Yeah. Because what the amount, what was it, like Which is four, 212. I don't even remember hearing about 212 mass shootings. Do you? No. I don't even remember hearing about them, which is crazy because that's that makes it even worse. The fact that we're like, yes, there people were sad about this shooting happening because they were feeling like it was taken away from the grocery store. And I'm like, that's sad. That's mm-hmm. sad that that's like your mindset. But I understand why. But it's like. So many things are happening. People don't even feel like they have enough time to mourn. To mourn, yeah. grieve, what, catch yeah, up process. It's like the next thing happened. And then it's the anniversary of George Floyd. Yeah. And like, it's mm-hmm. very yep. like, I think it's just really a lot for everybody. And I feel like everybody is walking around with functional depression. Well, everybody we, is. Yes. Well, we're yeah. not designed to to carry this. No. Yeah. Like what? No. Like never in the history of life have we been this exposed mm-hmm. to everything that's happening at all times. You yeah. know, when you were when we were younger and there was no internet or whatever right. it was, like you didn't know anything that went on in the next state over exactly. unless you mm-hmm. watch national news or yep. something. You know, like I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. And so like the necessity to shut down mm-hmm. is almost like a, a mode of survival for us right yeah. now. You know, like I don't want to say we become desensitized and we've got to detach and we've got to yeah. log off because that's not doing anything. We have to stay in the passion of it. But we also have to protect our mental health Girl. and yeah. our well-being yeah. because we are raising children. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to ask you, what do you guys do 
like during this week and other times, like what is your thing that you do or something that you practice to help you like recharge or feel better or I don't know because I really don't know because ain't nothing really. I don't wrong. always what do I, something fun One of the things I was gonna kids. say, yeah, yeah, is like okay. there's no right or away. wrong answer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like as long as you're, and, and even if this is the case, it means seek help. But like as long as you're not like hurting yourself or someone else, mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong answer to like what you need to have peace. And so like similarly, I forgot which one of you guys said it, maybe Melanie, but like I just like am kind of numb. Maybe that was you. Mm-hmm. I'm just like kind of numb. Yeah. It's like I just focus on the the children my Mm -hmm. children Mm -hmm. i do look at social media um it's a double-edged sword i don't think that that's necessarily bad or good i think we all have to know when to like shut it off but like i i do because i think there there are things that inspire me to see there are conversations that are being had where i'm like yes and that give me information Mm -hmm. too but it's painful to see those that just don't care or think that it's the issues are mental health and border border patrol um but for me like i said i'm pretty numb and just do whatever i can to like maintain some sense of like moving forward yeah mm-hmm. you have to you really Same. have to or yeah we're mo- moving away doing something I, I like to do like fun things with the kids park picnic yeah. like just something to just like get out of that space go you know yeah. i'm like yeah no because it's a lot it's a lot the other night after texas happened I've, I just, it just kind of happened so that Jared, Kaya, Cam, and I were all in Cam's bed reading his bedtime story. Like, Aww. And I just had that moment of like extreme gratitude mm-hmm. to be present mm-hmm. and safe and surrounded by my family mm-hmm. and in love and peace. And it just really, it, that that was a joyful moment for me because I was like, we don't often get to do that. Sometimes Jared is working, I'm, we're man-to-man defense, he's doing a baby, I'm doing a kid or vice versa. And so for us to just all be together in that moment was a joyful moment. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to just make sure that we have more and as many of those moments. And I think it's it's really important yeah. um, that yeah. you do find it. That's like the all you can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Well, we getting through it. Yeah, you know, one day at a time, one moment, one at hug a time, at a time, yeah. one edible at a time. <laughs> What'd you say? One, one edible at a time, <laughs> one glass of wine at one a time, one wine at a time, one joint at a time, <laughs> one edible at a time. <laughs> All right, and we wish the same for our mama's den fam. Yes, yes. you know, do what you got to do to keep your peace. Amen. Yeah.